Reckless Ronaldo ruins Man United. In just 90 minutes, he has managed to slate their club, the managers, the owner and more. What on earth is going on? Roll the intro. So, welcome back to the Lost in Possession podcast. First thing is first, hit that subscribe button. It is completely free to subscribe. Weekly football content, you know the drill. But without further ado, let's get right into it. We are joined by the man himself right now, Cristiano Ronaldo. In the last 24 hours, he has proved an absolute menace to, to, to the Man United society with, as you've probably seen by now, a highly explosive, controversial interview with Piers Morgan. Um, although it's not the first of Piers Morgan's career, it is certainly the first of, of Ronaldo's. Guys, where we'll, we'll come to you, Reese, first, but what on earth is your reaction to this, what, what some might describe as an absolute farce? Yeah, it seems to be uh, Romelu Lukaku times 100, doesn't it? Um, it's a strange one because you, you have to ask why. Why are you doing it now? And, you know, why have you decided to do it in this manner? You know, particularly after, you know, Rooney said about him being an unwanted distraction. He's sort of gone and done that. I mean, probably he wants, he wants this. I, I, he must have done, otherwise he wouldn't interview. But... Yes, it's a very strange one from from a man that of of probably one of the you know probably the best sort of player we've seen over the past fifteen years or so. Um, clearly looks like he's wanting to get his way out of that club. He's tried getting his way out of it in the summer, didn't get it, so he's gone this way to perhaps you know force them into submission in a way. Um, but it's very very strange. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I couldn't see him doing this under Ferguson. I couldn't see him do it under Pep Guardiola. I wouldn't have thought, you know, a lot of clubs would have stood for this sort of behaviour. So it's interesting to see where he goes from here. Jamie, what about you? Watching a watching a Manchester meltdown that doesn't involve you must be quite quite enjoyable. Oh, it's actually hilarious because let's be honest, they've actually started doing okay on the pitch. So they've probably gone in, they're probably before this came out, they're thinking they just won at Fulham. Right. They've they've just gone off. I think they won probably a few back to back, maybe. I can't really remember, but it's kind of gone. Oh yeah, they won in the League Cup kind of thing. Um, but it's just funny that something else is going wrong at United. And Ronaldo is sort of is going down, obviously, in United fans' ratings, but this is going to tip some right over the edge. But yeah, like Reese said, sort of, it's like a Lukaku interview. Why do it? Like, it's only going to end badly. I understand you want to leave, but you can leave in easily in other ways. So forcing it by talking to Piers Morgan, of all people, who's going to try and make it, who is going to, elevate it 10 times worse the Arsenal fan as well just to add in <laughs> the passionate <laughs> Arsenal fan he's done it with yeah because well he's done interviews with him in the past where I feel like so he's like his trusted journalist in the UK well for UK I guess so it's just hilarious to be honest but it's also quite funny because if you look at the Ferguson sort of part of the quotes where it said 
Ferguson called him up and said, you can't go to Man City. And he said, OK, boss. So that, if he went to City, would have ruined the reputation he would have had with Man United fans. But I actually think it wouldn't have ruined it as much as what it is doing now. <laughs> so it's just funny in all sort of case scenario. Because to be honest, Ronaldo could have come to City. He could have won a title and had be- better reputation at United. So for me, it's br- it's brilliant, to be perfectly honest. And I'd like to say thank you, Ferguson, because we wouldn't have brought in Haaland, most likely, if we had Ronaldo due to his wages. That's a fair point, actually. You could have, you, you wouldn't have signed Haaland and Ronaldo. So in some ways, you can look that you look back on that as a maybe a, a dodge bullet. But I mean, from my side, this is this is this is a fart. Like this is bad. Um, you know, obviously, we, we we've referenced Lukaku interview already. The the Chelsea fans outrage at that was was pretty meteoric, and and now to but Ronaldo's just literally gone to Lukaku. You know, hold my beer or. Or hold my water is <laughs> hold my water as, as probably Ronaldo would say, but he has gone in like not just slyly, you know, hinting at the, the tactics, just calling Eric Ten Hag. Well, he doesn't trust him. I think was the exact quote. No, no respect. Yeah, no respect for your manager to come out publicly and say that in, in any job, let alone football, is completely ridiculous. Um, and to me, this this screams of of you know. I've tried to get out of the club. I'm gonna go, you know, I'm gonna go nuclear almost. Because this is this is like there's absolutely no way in my in my head that he survives in terms of United keep him, other than maybe out of spite where they where they keep him at the books and then sorry, keep him on the books and then force him maybe to pay with, with, with reserves. But I other than really spiteful response, for me, this obviously has to be the end of his, his Man United career. Um, and for a player who's so iconic in a Man United shirt, it, it, it's a sad, sad way to end, really. Um, we all know, obviously, he tried to move away in the summer. He tried to force his way out and, and wages, you know, tactics and all the rest meant he didn't leave. But it's it, it's mind-blowing. Um, go on, Reese. It's I mean, like, if we dig into some of these comments here, he's criticised the club from top to bottom as well as former teammates, isn't he? If we look at like even just, just the infrastructure, you know, if we look, just take snapshots, you know, I don't know. I don't care. People should hear the truth. I feel betrayed. Some people don't want me here, not only this year, but last year too. I don't know what's going on since Sir Alex Ferguson left. I've not seen evolution in the club. The progress was zero. Just on that, before you sort of say any more points, we could, I could have told you that. Every United fan could have told you that. It's it's nothing new. Like, I'm sorry, you're going to you're going to go to a club that you you are because Ronaldo is a highly motivated person in wanting to win stuff. He clearly should be able to do you know simple research to see it's not progressed at all. It's gone backwards. Like they're not the United of challenging for titles, really, are they? They've come second twice, but I think both of them times. We've won the league at a canter. So I don't understand how we can even think that's that's like an excuse. It's not like they were flying high at that point and then everything's crash, come crashing down since he's joined. Mm. Being an idiot, really. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, before we dig into 
why perhaps it's not worked out for Ronaldo on his on his return at United. But it's just bizarre the things he said. You know, nothing has changed. Not only the jacuzzi, the pool, even the gym. I mean, you'd have thought he's probably got all of those in his house anyway. Um, you know, even points of technology, the kitchen, the chefs, who he confesses his appreciation for. You know, they stopped in time, which surprised me a lot, which, you know, you would have thought maybe they would have updated the infrastructure in all this time, but I can imagine United had top of the range anyway. Um, but this yeah. is the Glazer, the Glazer hate that United fans are coming out with because it's well known that Old Trafford's not had any development, neither has Carrington, their training ground. So it's, it's stuff that United fans know of and have known for years. He's criticised the people paying him without actually mentioning their names. That seems to be what he's doing. I mean, you know, he's talking about all that, you know, and then he seems to criticise the decision of bringing in Ralph Rangnick. You know, he says he's not even a coach. Nobody understands. You know, it's it's basically saying they're, they're idiots, they're incompetent, you know, but he doesn't want to tell them that because obviously the consequences of that, you know, so it, it does make you think, you know, why didn't you just said it Ronaldo, you know, <laughs> yeah, happy it, to it, take yeah. their money. Yeah. To me, this is the a classic Ronaldo way to do it. Right. Calls as much media stir, you know, public outcry as possible. Cause you're right. Uh, I, you know, of all players, I'm, I'm sure Ronaldo could have probably got on the phone to, you know, the, the top level executives at Man United, if he wanted to. Even 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 the Glazers, I'm sure if he really wanted to speak to him on the phone, he probably probably could have got through. And I feel like this is a conversation that could have happened on the phone or in, in various meetings. So to do it in this way, and look, look, we, we don't know the inner run into the club, right? It's probably an absolute shit show, but we can't um we can't sit here and say hundred percent that would have happened, but the, the extent and the sort of extreme nature of this interview, for me, he's probably tried that. He's probably tried to have these conversations, have these meetings, express his desire to leave. And he feels almost maybe snaked or, or, or completely ignored. And that's why he's gone, right, screw you guys. Um, you know, I'm going <laughs> to just humiliate the entire club owners and, and whole structure. So I think let let's move on a bit more maybe tactically why why do we think this time round for Ronaldo has been such a sort of monumental maybe I say monumental failure maybe that's a bit harsh because he did score around 18 goals last season still so maybe this season why why do you guys think it's not worked out tactically well one Ten Hag's come in so once again completely different and Ten Hag's realising what all the previous managers have done wrong is not changed it. They've not properly changed it. And that's what Ten Hag is planning on doing and he's starting to do. Obviously, he's been there five-ish months now. So it's obviously not gonna it's not gonna be a massive overhaul yet, but it's he's starting to. And Ronaldo at the moment, at his age, isn't gonna fit that bill because he wants to be a bit more pressing, a bit a bit more, I don't know, it's sort of like you. if you watch the um, I think it was one of the Europa League games, all they did in that game was aim for Ronaldo and let Ronaldo do it. Whereas they were becoming more of a team if you looked in the Premier League against 
I can't remember who against, but they just sort of seemed a bit more together. So that's where Ronaldo then gets dropped to the bench. And Ronaldo, having the ego he has, due to the fact he's been one of the best players we've ever seen for 10, 15 years, is something that he can't take. And despite me not liking him due to the fact he's a United player, it's sad to see, but it's also not sad to see just due to the United element. Um, what he could have done, though, is I think after the Juve, Juve didn't really work out as well. So it's not like it's just not worked out at United. Like, he's scoring tons of goals, but the team seems to have suffered. So that's the problem, I think. Whereas what probably would have been ideal for Ronaldo was probably to go back to Portugal and play in that league. But he's got the ambition that he still wants to play at the top, top level. And that could be really his downfall because you'll see it with certain players go back to, I've seen it like, I think Tevez was a sort of an example, just went, I'm going back to Argentina. He could definitely have played a better level, but he went back there and he enjoyed the rest, like the sort of end part of his career there. So it's kind of, Ronaldo could have done that and he's decided the other way and this is the consequence when it doesn't work out. Yeah, I think that's a good point with going, well, I, I say going down a level, but ironically, you know, the, the rumours of him going back to Lisbon, sporting Lisbon, obviously they were in the Champions League in the group stage. So actually, he, he could have gone back to Lisbon to a theoretically lower level, but actually been, still still been in, in European, Europe's premier competition while United are sort of languishing in the Europa League. So I, I do think in hindsight, that would have been the the more obvious move. You know, wages, yes, might have been an issue. He might have had to take a, a slight hit. I'm sure he's doing all right. Has uh, he not made that, enough money? Exactly. I'm sure he's doing all right with these, these sponsorship deals and all the rest of it. Um, and I'm sure even the, the, the talks of a £1 million fine, I'm sure he can afford to pay, you know, in cash probably in cash yeah <laughs> um so yeah in that sense obviously we can i guess we, we can't feel too much sympathy for his, his situation but i think in hindsight obviously now everyone will look back at this as a real mess and, and a real regret i mean i think for ronaldo is i think every player when they join a club they're going to be given some promises we'll do this for you and, and they probably have been broken you know, I wouldn't have thought Ronaldo wouldn't just behave in this way. I know he's had history of being outspoken, but I would have thought somebody has broken a promise to him or, or something like that. So I can't understand why he's frustrated. Obviously, going about it, this man is not right. But let's not forget this guy's 37 years old and he's a superior athlete. I mean, you know, he could still do 90 minutes, you know, without breaking a sweat. So he's an exceptional player and he still believes he's at that top level. And I believe he is at the top level. The issue is, is I think football has changed around him. Football is a very system-based game now. You know, gone are the days where you'd sign a world-class player and <clears throat> you just let him get on with it. Now it's players have to fit your system. You know, you look now, a lot of players you'd probably think aren't that good thrive in a system. Victor Moses in Conte's Chelsea being a prime example of that. And because he doesn't fit that system, he doesn't fit Rangnick, he didn't fit Rangnick's, he didn't fit, he doesn't fit Ten Hag's. It has haunted him a little bit. I mean, if we, if we look at some numbers here, 
in 2021, the season before they re-signed him, United scored 73 goals in the league. Okay, and their top scorer was Fernandez in the league, Bruno Fernandez with 18 goals. Um, last season, Ronaldo was their top scorer with 18 goals in the league, but they scored 57 goals in the league. So that goes to show as good as he is as a player, he could be a detriment to the team because they're all trying to give him the ball. They're trying to get him to give the chances. He'll take the free kicks. He'll take the long shots instead of the pass. So it's a hindrance in a way. You know, there's no doubt that United are better without him in the team, as we are seeing. And that's not me being harsh from Ronaldo. That's just the reality of the game now. And it's a strange one for him. And, you know, I think maybe he's realising that perhaps his time at the top is coming towards its end. But, yeah, it is very strange. But you can see how clubs thrive without him. You know, Real Madrid have still gone on to win a Champions League in his absence. You know, Juventus are probably still suffering the after effects of letting him go, I think. And they seem to have, seem to be recovering from that. It's a very strange, you know, very strange situation. And I think, Jordan, I'm sure you'd say that you're probably glad that, you know, Bowley didn't get his way. And he went well, to Stamford Bridge because that could have that could have been a whole different scenario on its own. Yeah, I'd like to think. Well, again, saying that you know Lukaku did a similar thing, so actually, maybe it's not fair to say. Oh, if it had come to Chelsea, this this interview wouldn't have happened. It might have happened, you know, in a different capacity. But I, I mean, let let's talk Ten Hag because this is you know they've had a strained relationship already. There's been. You know, the other day he randomly, Ten Hag randomly made Ronaldo captain for a game, which was a bit confusing and a bit odd. Uh, I, I don't know how to kind of analyse that, but where does this leave Ten Hag? Because to be publicly, and not just, you know, not a sly dig, but publicly say, I have no respect for him, who, who, who by all means is probably, you know, a well-respected coach. Where does this leave Ten Hag? How, how would he deal with this? How, how is he going to react? This isn't Ten Hag's problem anymore. This is for the higher-ups above him to take care of. Ten Hag, has, I think, has managed Ronaldo well. He's been brave enough to drop him. I think that asserts his authority. I think that's given him respect amongst the other players. I think you can probably sense that in the locker room as well. They'll choose Ten Hag over Ronaldo. It looks like Ronaldo's probably a bit of a lonely man at the moment. But it's not, it's not Ten Hag's problem anymore. He's done what he can. You know, he'll be professional. If he wants to put Ronaldo on his team, he still will. It's completely up to him. But it's now up to the Glazers and all that to make their decision whether they're going to terminate his contracts and let them, you know, Ronaldo part ways or, you know, make sure he stays until until the summer. That's true. And what is interesting is where does he go next? Because... The one thing that is coming out on Twitter, and I think it's obviously related to Piers Morgan, Ronaldo to Arsenal is being seen. And Piers Morgan has said, if we get Ronaldo, we'll win the league. Well, that's that's just wishful thinking. Arteta would not go anywhere near Ronaldo. Arteta will want players that fit his system. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. I think, I think if Ronaldo's going to stay at the top level, It'll be PSG, I think, will be his go-to. If not, he'll have to accept perhaps maybe going to Portugal or abroad. Yeah, I mean, the Arsenal definitely would not want Ronaldo. And and actually, Arsenal have all... I mean, to be honest, Ten Hag's probably sitting there going, right, well, Arteta's already showed me how to deal with this because 
I'm not saying Aubameyang and Ronaldo are the same level, but but it's the same principle, right? You know, Aubameyang was was a bit toxic. He, you know, he didn't have the right attitude, undermining Arteta. Arteta made the brave decision to get rid of him, and against all odds and logic and and what many people, even Arsenal fans, would have believed, we're here, and Arsenal are going to be five points clear at Christmas in the Premier League, which is 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 let's be fair, at the start of the season was unthinkable. And having such a having the balls, I guess, to make such a bold decision, keeping the Moravia squad playing as a team has worked absolute wonders for Arteta. And Ten Hag, in my opinion, will be looking at that going, fine, get let's get rid, let's get rid of this problem. So I don't have to, you know, every week in press conferences have to have a question about Ronaldo how he's feeling, you know, is he going to be captain? Is he on the bench? Is he playing? Is he smiling? Um, so I think actually this will be a lot of weight off Ten Hag's shoulders when he looks back at this. Um, in terms of where he goes next, I, I, I genuinely don't know. Um, I think PSG, PSG are the kind of club who would just sign him just purely, just purely for banter and marketing, to be honest. They've got the, the, the pure concept of Messi and Ronaldo playing in the same team would, would genuinely break the internet um, and, and would just be worth it. I think we'd, you know, Arsenal top of the league and, and Messi and Ronaldo playing on the same team. I think the world would probably break, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know where he goes next, if I'm being honest. Um, I don't see the PSG option in there because look at the front three. It, it's Messi, Neymar, Mbappe. I know Ronaldo is a bigger name than Mbappe and Neymar, but at, and probably a bigger name than Messi, really. Um, just despite I think Messi's probably the goat, but it's it just can't be feasible. You can't like it's bad enough probably having them three, like for egos to have the fourth. You can't you can't do that. It just doesn't work in the balance of a team. I actually think the sport in Lisbon is probably the most logical. Go to a place that will absolutely love you and you will be the main man. And you can play up front and you can... Because he, he can still score goals. It's proven. He did it last season. Go do it in the Portuguese league because I think that's... And then probably, that probably till the end of however he wants to whenever he wants to play. I think that's where he kind of can go because he'll probably want to go to another league. Has he? Yeah. Has he? Germany could be an option really because then it's another top five league that he's not won. I don't think Bayern wants it, by the way. But, but I, Bayern, I, think I don't think Bayern no. would want... No, no, no. So then, yeah, my point would be I don't think Bayern would want him. Dortmund probably couldn't afford him either. Yeah. What about going back to Italy to Napoli? I know they've been a club that have been linked with him. They did it with Maradona in the past. You know, they bought a player that's caused controversy in Maradona and they went on to, you know, win the league under Mar with Maradona. So do you think he would be an option for the Naples team? I think it's this, for me, it's the same principle as Arsenal. Napoli are like clear on, on the form of their lives. Why... Other than, you know, look, Ronaldo's still a good player. We're not denying that. But Napoli, everything they've touched this season's turned to gold. They're top of the league. Why on earth would you even risk 
upsetting the apple cart, bringing in Ronaldo. There's there's n- there's not much upside and potentially a lot of downside. Well, they could. Well, he's still someone who wins things. Like Napoli have the sort of tendency of bottling it. So really, he could come in as the proven winner, which he is. Th- to sort of keep them going to win the to win the title. So I do think it, it could be an option, but I don't know what Napoli's financial state is. And I, I don't know a lot about Napoli, I'll be totally honest. I don't know who their striker is and how big enough of a factor he's been to how well Napoli have done. So that's where it could cause problems. So that's the issue with a... That's what a problem with a January transfer is. If he was doing this towards the end of the year, he'd definitely be gone. Then it's just who. But to do it in January is just causes, I think, a bit more problems and limits his options even more. Yeah. And I think, club aside, I think we've got to, as England fans, probably got to be concerned now that uh, a vengeful Ronaldo is probably going to turn it on at the World Cup. Um, Obviously, for our followers, we will be releasing a a World Cup preview episode later in the week, so make sure to check that out. But I I do think Ronaldo is going to with his anger, with his points to prove, with his ego, he's going to put in a shift at the World Cup just to make a point to everyone, I think. But yeah, any any final comments before we wrap up? No. Um, Messi's still the GOAT and I'm going to leave it at that. We will save that debate for another episode coming soon. Um as always, Man United fans in particular, let us know your thoughts. We're, we're yet to hear social media, obviously, has been a, a very much mixed reaction. Some people still love him. Some people respect him. Some people are saying, get out of our club. But as always, like, comment and subscribe. You know the drill. Okay.